0: This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden
1: Reserve. We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything
0: changes. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain Hello again, and welcome to Expedition
2: Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Strap on your pitons, my friend. It's time to talk retirement and retirement mountain. Greg Ayler of Golden Reserve is here. He kind of helps us climb that mountain, and uh, helping you do the very same thing. Greg, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Randy. How are you? I'm good. Did I did I do it right? Strap on your pitons? I know petons have something to do with mountain climbing. I'm real impressed. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All I know is uh, you get your north face and your your climbing boots on because climbing up retirement mountains, one thing and climbing down is something else. And uh, so as we start the show today, we've we've learned a little bit about Greg over the last couple of weeks, and he is the father of twins. And uh, how old are they now?
1: Lola and Louie are just over a year old and my oldest Lily is about just turned nine. Oh my gosh. Okay. So there's gonna be some point
2: in your life as a parent where your kids are gonna you're gonna take them to a ball game or something, or they're gonna walk by the TV and they're gonna see something they shouldn't see and they're gonna go, Oh, Daddy. They said the F word. And you go, uh, and you got to explain your way out of that. If you sit down and talk to Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve, the F word is something completely different. And it's called financial advisor. And So you actually have a book coming out in the spring called Fire Your Financial Advisor. So I want to start the show today and talk about that a little bit, Greg. What is it about the financial industry and about financial advisors and how this whole thing is built that you look at it and you say, this really? isn't serving people well.
1: Well, you know what? We are so darn excited to tell this story, Randy. We've been doing a ton of research and kind of putting the pieces together. And when we get into it, we really talk about how did this thing start? And what most people don't realize is retirement's relatively new, Randy. Mm-hmm. You know, before the 80s, people don't think about it. We were still touching the Great Depression, right? We didn't start accumulating wealth. I mean, interest rates were like 20% in the early 80s, and they went crashing down to eight. So people really didn't have a lot of wealth accumulation. in until we got rolling in the 80s and 90s. And when that happened, we saw an influx of a couple things happen. We saw the 401k come out of nowhere and replace the pension. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I think the financial service industry is like, oh my gosh, we have millions of people. What are we going to do? And the Wall Street guys are like, dude, we're not going to help them. I mean, we don't got time for that, those $50,000 accounts." So they had to quickly pivot and figure out, man, how are we going to support all of these accounts? So they kind of invented a position, the retail financial advisor. And what they really did for them is say, you know what, guys, we need you to take care of everyone. So they started opening up, you know, every strip mall and, you know, small town, big Mm -hmm. town. They started, you know, just basically flooding the market with, with folks to help support this middle class that had literally not needed financial support along the way. And doing that, Everything was investment focused, right? Everything was about picking investments, choosing investments. Cause if you remember, Randy, in the eighties, there's three television channels, right? Yeah. And a local newspaper. So mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of information. Uh, there weren't that many options. So they kind of had their run for, you know, I'd say almost four decades. And over that time, nothing really changed in their philosophy in terms of investing and retirement. That became, retirement planning became synonymous with just, all right, pick my investments and I'm good to go. And, A lot's changed. You know, I I think as we've really tried to figure out retirement, we're seeing more and more people retire earlier. Their needs aren't just investments. It's things like long-term care and taxes. And how do we start cutting fees? Because maybe we don't need those expensive investments anymore now that we're starting to go down the mountain. And when you kind of put all that together into a book, we get to kind of tell a story. And and it's kind of neat that we get to tell the origins of financial planning and where we think it's going and where it should be.
2: Yet they're still pounding that message, Greg. You watch TV. I just saw a a Television commercial for TD Ameritrade, and you see all of the big names out there, and they will give you basically this message if you are going to succeed in retirement, you have to have a financial advisor. You need our kind of help and that is our kind of help is is as you said the kind of help that we've been giving people for 40 years and it hasn't evolved.
1: No, it's it's one dimensional, right? One size fits all and they try to mask it as different things like what's your magic number we mm-hmm. can calculate your you know your perfect income strategy, but at the end of the day, it's the opposite. It's hey, you have your stuff. We can't really change that when you hit 65. But what we can do is turn around and build a very robust protection strategy to make sure things that can be planned against Can be protected, and that's what we focus on. You know, work on the things, the controllables, right? Control the controllables in life. Work on things that you know you can go after. You can help actually plan to the penny taxes each year, and how to how to get ahead of those and plan ahead. How do you start to protect assets from the nursing home care cost? You can do that. You can plan ahead. There's a lot of things that you can proactively do versus just picking investments, crossing both fingers, and hoping the stock market doesn't crash. So you're
2: answering my question that I'm going to ask here. So I want you to dive into it a little bit deeper. I'm seeing a, uh, I got a survey in front of me from Global Atlantic Financial, and they said since the pandemic, 60% of the people that they talked to said they are looking for more financial help. So I don't know if it's that they took a hit in their retirement accounts and it hasn't come back, or they lost their job and they couldn't contribute or whatever, but they're not feeling very good about their retirement, so they're looking for help. So if somebody is listening to this show and they say, okay, you say the financial advisor isn't going to give me the help that I need, what? What is it that they should be looking for? And when they interview somebody, what should those what what should be coming back at them that they say this is on track for me?
1: You know, that's a great question. And I actually read the same article, Randy, and I was kind of scratching my head and wondering, is this, you know, correlation equal causation here? Or is this just a unique coincidence that people are starting to dig in a little deeper of what their financial advisor is actually doing for them? Mm -hmm. And when they start digging in, I think they may not like the answer. And because of that, to answer your question directly, I think people are starting to think, okay. What are you going to do for me when it comes to taxes? What are you going to do for my IRA taxation? What are you going to do to help me protect against nursing home care? And, oh, by the way, how much do your investments cost? Mm-hmm. What are your fees? Questions that couldn't have been asked or answered or maybe even any other options to our you know point earlier, 20 or 30 years ago. I think people are starting to ask the right questions, start to be more curious that, hey, you know what? Retirement feels like it's a lot more than just picking a couple mutual funds. Shouldn't we be doing some other stuff? And I think they're kind of scrambling. I think a lot of these big financial institutions are trying to really pivot and figure out how are we going to answer these questions? Because we only really have one flavor of ice cream and it's investments. Yeah.
2: yeah. A couple of weeks ago, we did a story and the headline on the story was, is the 401k outdated. Uh, they, they told us when pensions started going away, here's this new thing called a 401k. You'll have more control of your money. You put it in the places where you want to put it. And then now all of a sudden people are starting to use these 401ks and they're kind of without a clue. They don't, it, it doesn't end in a check and they, they need advice on how to deal with it. It's almost as if Wall Street built this mousetrap and now it's springing on us because now we need their help again in order to figure out how to use this money.
1: You know, Funny story. Actually, part of the book is about the origin of the 401k. Believe it or not, the 401k's initial purpose was for corporations to be able to defer or not pay tax on deferred comp. It actually had nothing to do with retirees. So, you know, kind of an interesting start, but some clever consultant got his fingers in there and came up with this unique way for employees to get a match. And it started to grow. And I think what the financial service industry realized was exactly what you said. Hey, guys. We have this account that people take money out of pre-payroll, so they never even see it, so it doesn't feel like it's theirs. And because it doesn't feel like it's theirs, except for a statement they get once a quarter, you know what? We could probably charge some pretty hefty fees. <laughs> and that was kind of the mentality, because let's be honest, if you worked your entire life, it didn't feel like your money. You never got to touch it. You never got to you know, use it. You never got to utilize it. You had to live without it, Randy. And that was the mentality of almost every blue-collared, hardworking retiree. It's like, you know what? I, I, I can't tell. It until I'm I don't know 60 70 80 I mean when, when am I allowed to grab this thing so they just kind of ignore it and because they ignored it it probably let the wolves in the in the henhouse a little bit if you know what I mean because the fees started accruing and don't forget there's a couple wolves there it wasn't just the 401k providers Uncle Sam's hoping you don't touch either because he's waiting for he's waiting for those taxes on that thing
2: well you've hit on a couple of the boulders that we talk about when we talk about going up retirement mountain and you know, the name of the show is expedition retirement for a reason climbing up that mountain and putting that money away and saving it and investing it, that's the trip up and you get to the top of that mountain and you look like any mountain climber. And you say, how am I going to get down? And that's where the team at Golden Reserve can certainly help. There are perils that you will encounter very likely as you go down the mountain of retirement. And that is you still have money in that market. You don't want to lose it. You want to talk about protection. There is still taxes, as Greg said, taking away some of your retirement money. There are fees that you pay to advisory firms that are pulling away at that hard-earned money all those years. And then there's that big boulder out there called long-term care. The one everybody's scared about, what if I get sick? What if I have to get some help in my in my latter years? And that's very expensive. I don't want all my retirement money going there. These are the things that we're going to sit down and talk to you about at Golden Reserve, and we've put together what we call the Roadmap for Retirement, and our website is very simple, GetYourRoadmap.com. So you can go there right now, GetYourRoadmap.com, and you can go through that exercise right there, fill in a couple of fields, and our team will reach out to you. So that's the easiest way to do it. Again, GetYourRoadmap.com.
3: As you age, you should pay a little more attention to your health. As you get closer to retirement, you should pay a little more attention to your money. Suddenly, it's more than just the size of your accounts. It's how are you going to protect it from taxes, market volatility, hidden fees, and the soaring costs of long-term care. That's where the team at Golden Reserve can help. While most financial advisor plans stop at the top of retirement mountain, the retirement planners at Golden Reserve are just getting started. Call Golden Reserve for your complimentary roadmap for retirement. 216-465-0612. That's 216-465-0612. Or getyourroadmap.com.
2: Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. And if you want to sit down and talk through your retirement, if you want to sit down and talk through some of the worries that you have about this next phase of your life, you can do that at GetYourRoadmap.com. we got that website set up for you. You can go there right now, GetYourRoadmap.com. So, Greg, when people come in, they call the radio show, they see us on TV, and they contact you guys and say, hey, I'm ready to talk. Most of the time, I would imagine that people come to you and the bulk of their money is in that thing we call the 401k, isn't it?
1: That's exactly right. You know, I think when people use these language that we talk about, all the financial jargon, it's important they understand the difference. A 401k program is a company-sponsored program. So when you're working, people have 401ks. That's what your boss and your company are, are dumping money into. When you take that 401k out when you retire, it's called an IRA, right? They're basically the exact same thing from a tax perspective, but they, they become a 401k when they're born, and then they, when they transition to retirement, it becomes an IRA. I think that's some confusion for a lot of people, Randy.
2: So we need to know first of all, as we get into this program. I know that you know I was probably I'm, I'm 61 now. I was 28 or 29 when I started this thing. I didn't know what to do. So, you know, you go to your friends at work, and there's somebody there who seems to know what they're doing, and you say, well, where should I put this money? Should I put a 60% here and 40% there, or what should I do? And you start choosing things in these accounts, you know, the Federal this, the Admiral that, the Wellington this, it, you know, they sound big, you know, uh, but you don't know anything about it, and and people have money in places that they really don't know anything about it, do they?
1: No, it's scary, and the reality is, is you don't usually have access to everything. You only have access to the investments that that plan sponsor mm-hmm. provides and, and you don't know if those are the most expensive the best performing right. you're kind of beholden to that you know plan and i think that's some of the scary things about 401k's because you know it is nice that you're getting a match from the company you work for which makes it worth contributing but you know what happens if All those contributions and your own money that's taken out of your, you know, payroll every month goes backwards.
2: Yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, most of the time when we pick these things, we say, well, how did it do last year? Well, that's all in the rearview mirror. We have no idea what it's going to do this year. And uh, there's certainly enough out there right now that says that, you know, our market has grown. What is it, like 400% since 2009? Sooner or later, there's going to be some kind of a pullback in this thing. And that really affects your 401K. And when you're in retirement— Greg, you can't afford that kind of thing. We have to talk about protection, don't we?
1: We have to. And it makes our job really hard. I mean, goodness, the market is not making our lives any easier because everyone is used to 10% returns. Mm-hmm. I mean, it used to be in the, you know, in the, in the 80s and the 90s, you might have a big year, a 7 or 8% year, and over the last, you know, 15 years, I mean, we are just Consistently performing, and that makes people kind of forget the bad times. They forget the 2000, you know, year when the dot com bubble burst, and they forget the 2008 when our market was basically, you know, forty percent losses. People forget about that stuff, and and it's hard that we have to keep being Debbie Downer to remind them. But the reality that's our job. Our job isn't to make sure that they keep making the max return in retirement. Our job is to make sure that they can enjoy their retirement, and what they have is protected, and is in a position where that they can enjoy it, and not have to follow the stock tickers every morning or live and die by the market. I mean, that's not what most people want in retirement. Randy,
2: most of the time on this show, at least once I walk into it and I step into it knee deep and I think I'm about to do it right now. So if somebody comes in and they're kind of addicted to that, that market growth and they're saying, well, why can't I get 10 percent or why can't I get 15 percent? Do you look at them and say, you know, you could probably achieve what you want on 5%, so let's back off that risk. Or is that not the conversation?
1: I mean, it's tough. I think everyone has their different approaches. I mean, we always believe, you know, as as corny as it sounds, just be honest. I Mm -hmm. mean, if someone walks in and we're like, we're probably not right for you. You know, if that's the expectation that I'm going to have to explain why you didn't make 15% every year, then, you know, we're not our guys and gals. And by the way, no one can do that. No one can guarantee that. I mean, that's a fool's errand. And I think... If we're upfront and honest, people that come to us are people everyday Joe's, right? They got, you know, less than two million bucks. They want to enjoy their retirement. They want to they want to go out and, you know, live their life. They don't want to live and die by their bank statements. So when they come to us, they want to protect and preserve what they have. They don't really need those, you know, 20% return years. You know, they're good, they're fine being slow and steady and knowing that there's other measures in place to ensure that's going to be with them for 30, 40 years.
2: So speaking of protection, I want to get to this. We talk about making those choices in the four oh one K. You may have received a memo or the guy from HR said, okay, we got a meeting at the break room this afternoon at 3 o'clock. We want to tell you some new things that we're going to put into our employee benefit program. Back in 2019, there was a thing called the SECURE Act that Congress passed, and they said, well, we're going to make it available so you can have annuities in your 401k. Not much has happened on that, folks, in the last two years, but the people at TIAA have jumped on board, and they're now offering an annuity in 401ks if somebody has that meeting and they say, okay, well, this thing is called the secure income account. That looks pretty good. I could put money there and get a paycheck out of my 401k. If somebody came in and you looked at their 401k, how do you evaluate if any of this is any good? If, if that annuity product that they're now offering is something good for them?
1: Well, you know, you start off by looking at the, the details, right? The fine print and it could be great, right? You know, Annuities can be an amazing tool in retirement, and they can be an amazing tool while you're working. Mm-hmm. It depends on your risk tolerance and why you're using them. You may say, listen, I don't want to deal with bonds. I think the interest rates are going to up, so bond values are going to go down, and I need a safe bucket in my portfolio, in my 401k, and I don't have any other options. I don't want to put it in a money market at 1%. So now I have this annuity option. And if you look at it and you say, hey, you know, this has the right parameters that most kind of annuities have outside of 401ks where tax deferred growth, you know, 0% floor can't go backwards, maybe rides an in index. I mean, to me, those things sound like pretty good, you know, indicators that it is a safe investment. Now, the things that I would always look out for is do I have to own it for a certain period of time? Am I Can I get out of it? Mm. Um, th- those are some of the scarier things that when you're locked in for long periods of time, I think that's what gives people the heebie-jeebies when it comes to annuities. But if those things are not, you know, in that product and you see some safer terms and the, you know the zero percent floor is the big thing. Randy that's what people really look for is like I just don't want to lose any money on this. Can Got I it. put something in there and I'd love to get a little bit more than a money market and that's what a boring annuity should do. Right. Uh, you know the annuity is not the, the class clown or the superstar. It is just the person that sits in the back and gets you know you know the solid B student like it is the boring kid in the class and it's always going to do the same stuff right. It's going to it's going to show up every day and it's going to do the work and I think I think that is how you should view your annuities.
2: I think that as people hear a show like this and they say, you know, I don't know if I need financial help. I don't know if I justify financial help. I just have a 401k. Well, I think in this segment right here, we've said, you know what? this is your fortune. This is what's going to power your retirement. Yes, you need some financial advice, but do you need that person that is totally focused on growth? And that's probably all you've known. That's what you've been accustomed to over the last 20, 30, 40 years. Well, there is more. And when we talk about going up Retirement Mountain and coming down Retirement Mountain, there are two different dynamics there. There's going to come a time when you're going to start taking this money out It changes everything, and the perils of going down the mountain many times are very different than what you have experienced going up. We can take care of that. We can sit down and talk through that. We can build a plan for that. We call that the roadmap for retirement. Let's talk about market risk. Let's talk about protection, but let's also talk about the other things that can get in your way in retirement, taxes and the fees that you're paying to the advisor. Why not put that stuff in your pocket? And what about long-term care? Big discussion, but a very important one. Here's our website, getyourroadmap.com. You can go there right now, getyourroadmap.com. Okay, so cryptocurrency. I mean, everybody's talking about this. And I found, you know, you talk about financial advisors and how sometimes that's not in your best interest. This is an article I found that one of the financial advisors that was interviewed called crypto schmuck insurance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that got my attention right away. And the reason he said it was this. If we don't recommend it and it skyrockets, we look like a schmuck if we don't give it to you. So we got to offer it to you. we got to put it out there on the table and you you got to know that it's there and we can recommend it. Is that really what a financial advisor should be doing, Greg?
1: I mean, this guy sounds like the real schmuck. <laughs> I mean, let's, I mean, let's be honest. You know, and uh, Let me get off the reservation here and talk about how people are communicating information. We're to a point now where financial advisors, the guys that only talk about going up the mountain, yeah. they're running out of things to talk about. So they have to keep getting louder and louder and make these kind of grandiose claims and these ultimatums, you have to have, you must have. No other aspect of life operates like that. So to do that, it's simple. He's just trying to get clicks. He's trying to get attention. He's trying to get us to talk about them because at the end of the day, that's all it really is, right? You know, saying you have to have crypto in your portfolio is preposterous, right? Yeah. Like, in my opinion, if you're going to do crypto, that's great. You know, it's a hobby, right? You know, you know, like mm-hmm. crypto, like anything else. If you want to collect baseball cards, Randy, that's great. Mm-hmm. If you want to collect whiskey, I don't care, right? But, like, don't bet your life savings on a hobby. Crypto is Unregulated and decentralized. That means really no one knows what's going on. No one can evaluate it. I saw a great commercial of this guy that kept jumping up and saying, I'm a millionaire. Never mind, I'm not. I'm a millionaire. (laughs) Never mind, I'm not. And it was a crypto commercial. It was fantastic. He like took his desk and shattered it and he was like, I'm out of here. And then he came back down and sat down. He's like, "Uh, No, I'm not. And, you know, his boss was just shaking his head at him. But, you know, to me, that's kind of the crypto game right now. It's a lot of, you know, internet hoopla and a lot of people are talking about. About it because it's new and exciting. I mean, again, we have this theme in our show every week where things that are exciting get a lot of attention and they get a little, a lot of hype and a lot of, you know, all those things. But you know, I, I always think as an Ohio boy, you know, three clouds and a cloud of dust was what Woody Hayes won numerous cha- national championships doing, which is run off tackle, run off tackle, run off tackle, and and being consistent and doing the right things and the little things in retirement is what gets you through it. You know, you can't throw the Hail Mary crypto. Come on, guys. Like, I mean, that doesn't feel like a very smart move for the people that at least we talk to across the state. I mean, we talk to thousands of retirees and I can't think of anyone. I'd be like, yeah, you should take a huge position in crypto. It's like saying, yeah, maybe you should uh, take a huge, you know, holding in platinum. Like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) you know, it's just a strange thing to say or recommend to the masses. It doesn't make any sense.
2: It is interesting that so many people are interested in something that they completely don't understand. I mean, I have people that come to me and they say, Randy, what is Bitcoin? Randy, what is blockchain? Randy, what is that? I I see everybody making money in this, but is it really for me? And if you don't understand what you're investing in or you don't understand where you're putting your money, Greg, that's a that's a red flag right there for me. Well, when you
1: can't explain it in a sentence, it's a problem. Yeah. And I think, you know, also everyone says they're making money. It's kind of like the guy that said, I made a bunch of money playing blackjack, but then I never cashed anything out. (laughs) Right. Like, like, you know, these things are, like I said earlier, deregulated. I mean, they have no regulation. So there's no one behind the wheel making sure disclosures or amounts or how it's traded or is there arbitrage? I mean, there's so many red flags that are going up everywhere, but it's cool. You know, sometimes, you know, what cool writes today. And it's something new to talk about. I mean, the market's roaring. So yet, um, yet I, crypto has lost 50% of its value in the last couple of months. Well, I mean, and who knows what that means, yeah. right? Like, like there's no, there's no account, there's no NASDAQ or Dow Jones or, or, or s and I mean, you just don't know what's going on and that should make people uncomfortable. Like, and again, I'm not saying you can't buy some, right? Like have some fun with it, but like, just don't bet your retirement on it. Like don't make this a huge position position. you know, no different than baseball cards or, you know, whatever else coins. I don't know you know, people are collecting all kinds of stuff, have some fun with it, play with it, experiment. But I wouldn't get too crazy when it comes to crypto. That's for sure.
2: I love your analogy of just be kind of boring when it comes to retirement. You know, I'm in the market. Yeah, but I buy utilities. Well, that's probably pretty smart, you know, because those are the things that are going to be used by people, no matter if there is a recession or not. And they usually do very well. And that's the kind of portfolio you can build. But you know what? that's a part of the discussion of sitting down and talking through these things. When we talk about climbing up Retirement Mountain, what we do at Golden Reserve is help you down Retirement Mountain. There is one person that gets you to the top. You need a whole different skill set to get you down because, you know, you take a look at the stats on mountain climbers. So many people die on the way down, not necessarily on the way up. They spend all their energy getting up that mountain. We need to spend a lot of energy helping you down safely. That's what we do at Golden Reserve. Talking about Market risk for sure, but also talking about how much are you losing in fees to that advisor that you've been paying all these years? Can you put some of that in your pocket? Can you have a smart strategy for taxes against Uncle Sam? Can you put some of that money in your pocket? Can you save money on long term care? Can you have some kind of strategy for that? Those are some of the things we would like to have a conversation about at Golden Reserve. Give us a look on our website, getyourroadmap.com. Let's build a strategy for that. We call it the Roadmap for Retirement. Getyourroadmap.com.
0: For 30 years, you've been waiting for your retirement account statements to arrive each month. You're happy when it's up and you're bummed when it's down. That's climbing up retirement mountain but it's no plan for getting down the mountain. At Golden Reserve, our retirement planners focus on protecting your money from the long trip down. Things like high taxes and fees, unnecessary market risk, and the rising cost of long-term care. It's time for the right planner at the right time. It's time to call Golden Reserve. Call for your complimentary roadmap for retirement. 216-465-0612. That's 216-465-0612 or at GetYourRoadmap.com.
2: Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. And at Golden Reserve, we have a website set up for you if you want to sit down and talk about your retirement, if it's time to put a little math, put some numbers behind it, put some certainty into it, knowing that the money that you've saved is going to get you through retirement. Getyourroadmap.com. Check that out today. Getyourroadmap.com. Make an appointment. Let's get a date down on a calendar and let's sit down and talk through some of your concerns. And that's actually where we're going to start this segment, Greg, is for some people they're really looking forward to retirement, stepping away from the nine to five and you know, riding off into the sunset. But for others, it's just all a bunch of stress. It's, they're just very worried. Have I done what I need to do to have the retirement that I want? Is what I've done enough? And that's, that's probably pretty common when people walk through your doors.
1: It absolutely is. I mean, if you think about it, people have spent their whole life putting money away, getting to this monumental event, right? You get to the top and you kind of see a couple different kinds of people. Like you mentioned, you get people that are really excited and you get people that have a lot of anxiety. And to be honest... I think that's probably okay. Mm-hmm. They are about to make the huge, the largest financial decision they'll ever make in their life because they have a stockpile of assets here that they've accumulated going up this mountain. And now it's time to get down. And that's what at Golden Reserve why we think it's so important that you think about, well, shoot, do I want to use the same person mm-hmm. that got me up the mountain that helped me grow to get me down to protect all of my assets and it really is two different skill sets
2: and you bring up a really good point there because if somebody saved you know five ten million dollars for retirement their advisor is probably looking at them and saying yeah, you're gonna be fine look at all the money that you've saved but then there's the rest of us who have saved a half a million 750 a million million five something like that you know our whole life that's our 30 years worth of work in a 401k and we wonder did we do enough? Did we save enough? And,
1: and we don't have that confidence. So what do you do when somebody walks in with that? You know, for most people, Randy we say, you made it. Mm -hmm. It's enough. And if you really look at shame on the financial industry, right, their whole shtick is trying to scare everyone into thinking they don't have enough money for retirement. And the reason they do that, it has nothing to do with inflation. It has nothing to do with income or expenses. It's the fact that they want to keep people in the investments that make them the most amount of money, right? They want to continue to make sure that they need that uphill financial advisor to keep picking stocks or picking mutual funds that are actively managed and high High risk and high fees, So they keep people in that state of mind to say, I don't know if you made it yet. You may need a little more. Uh, Where at Golden Reserve, we're sitting, hey, you've got your nest egg here. You got a half a million bucks, 750,000 bucks. Let's put a big fence around it. Let's make sure that we're protecting against those boulders that happen when you go down the mountain. And by using retirement planners as your guide to get down, that's all we do. We only work with people heading down the mountain. We don't work with people heading up.
2: So this is uh, an article here that I think fits right into what you're saying about how health- helping people get rid of that stress. This is from the people at Nationwide, and they said that women – have taken a big hit during COVID. Uh, many of them lost their jobs. Many of us overall have lost our jobs. But many women have had to stay home with their kids. Their kids all of a sudden are at home learning. So they had to walk away from their jobs or take a, a part-time job or something like that to help their kids. And get this, it says around 45% of women said they're worried, 54% said they're frustrated, and 16% said they're panicked about their retirement. So this is a group right there that that really needs some reassurance and certainly some planning Greg.
1: That's absolutely right. And I think some people, to your point, that have lost that income level or lost that savings level, probably compounded some of their anxiety already being locked in the house over the last couple of years, right? mm -hmm. You know, they're thinking, oh man, we were planning, we had this thing drawn out that I was going to be contributing, or I was going to be adding to this bucket and it didn't happen. I still think we'd have that same conversation if it's going to be okay, right? We can make this work. We can make this be enough. And I think if you plan accordingly, that's kind of the, conversations people should be having more often with retirees. Now, I think there are some additional concerns that happen with women in retirement. The biggest one is, Randy, they're just tougher, right? And because they're tougher, they're outliving us, right? They're out, <laughs> they outlive men. Yeah. And when when they're this surviving spouse, everything dumps to them. Yeah. So all the decisions that didn't get made during the lifetime of a couple gets dumped to that surviving spouse, who statistically is most likely a woman, and because of that, and they may or may not have been involved with those decisions, whether it be the the estate planning legal docs, the tax planning, the investments. Now they're dealing with the death of a loved one, and I have to assume our entire financial house overnight, which can be just catastrophically overwhelming, and. I think what they're seeing a lot of times relates to what gold Reserve talks as the tax boulder. The tax boulder is one of those IRA planning tax, you know, kind of uh-ohs that get swept under the rug by the financial services industry. It doesn't get talked about. But when a person passes who has an IRA or 401k and it goes to their loved one, what people don't realize is you're no longer taxed at a married rate, you're taxed at the individual rate. And that means that a lot of times doubles and it screws up their Medicare. And there's a lot of moving parts because that planning didn't get taken care of ahead of time for that spouse. And that may be some of their anxiety and stress is like, oh my gosh, I now have to pay more to Uncle Sam. I have to pay more for Medicare. That's screwing up with my fixed income that I had all set with my Social Security and some of the investments we had. And it can be really, truly overwhelming, Randy.
2: So I I saw a stat one time that said 90% of women at some point in their life will be solely responsible for their financial life. Just what you're saying there. Women statistically outlive men. But this is so important that as couples, as we're talking to couples right now, that she is an integral part of the financial planning and retirement planning process, because at some point, this is all going to come on her, isn't it?
1: It is. I think one of the things that we're having a lot of trouble with right now is the DIYer, the do-it-yourselfer, right? like Because of the market success, everyone thinks that they're a genius. They Mm -hmm. think that they're, they're the next, you know, Warren Buffett when it comes to investing when reality dude, everybody's making money. You hate to like burst their bubble, but at the end of the day, (laughs) come on, you're not the magic man. But what this is doing is it's siloing the information because this person doesn't have a team supporting them like a retirement planner or, uh, you know, other financial advice. They're basically at home at their computer doing all this stuff in a silo and they're not They don't have a backup plan. They don't have a backstop to be like, what if something happens to me? Who's going to then address all of these E-Trade accounts and all these individual stocks that I own and all this management I'm doing? And that really puts your surviving spouse. And like you said, a lot of times that's the woman in a very tough position because now not only are they assuming it, but it is a black hole. You don't have a quarterback that can help kind of transition and put them in a good position to move forward. You're starting from scratch.
2: This is where it's so important to have a relationship as a couple with a financial professional, with a retirement planner, with somebody who's not necessarily helping you get up that mountain and save and invest and get you to the top where you plant that flag and say, man, I made it. I'm here. But what about the next 20 or 30 years? Okay, that takes another skill set. Another kind of planning. It takes a retirement planner. And that's what the team at Golden Reserve has built. There are boulders that we talk about that we don't want you to run into or get crushed by on the way down the mountain. It involves protecting your money. What about the market over a 20 or 30 year period of time? You could see another 2008. Maybe you could see two or three of those what are you going to do about that? Do you have a plan for that? What about the taxes that Uncle Sam is suddenly going to be taking out of that 401k when you start taking that money? What about, as Greg says, if it is the woman who is left behind and she is suddenly head of household and now the number one taxpayer, she's lost to social security. And now all of that takes place too. And what about the inevitability of long-term care? It's a lot of discussion, and it's an important discussion, and it's a discussion that we all need to have. Let's get a date on a calendar and start that discussion and find out what we're in for and plan for it. We call it the Roadmap for Retirement, getting your way down Retirement Mountain. You can find us online very easily, getyourroadmap.com. Getyourroadmap.com. Stats show the trip climbing down the mountain can be more hazardous than the trip climbing to the top. Retirement can be the same way. You spend all your efforts saving believing that will get you through retirement. But that just gets you to the top. The most difficult times are getting down the mountain or through retirement. The team at Golden Reserve focuses their practice on protecting your money on the way down. Their complimentary roadmap for retirement is designed to deal with unexpected taxes, high investment fees, market risk, and the high cost of long-term care. Get your roadmap today at 216-465-0612. That's 216-465-0612 or at getyourroadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler of Golden Reserve. Find us online, getYourRoadmap.com. Let's sit down and have a conversation about this. I know you listen to a show like this, you say, yeah, one of those days, one of these days I'm gonna do that. Well, why not make it today? Let's get some of this out on the table and let's sit down and plan for it. Getyourroadmap.com. Well, Greg, we talk about those boulders in retirement. That's we we give everybody that image of getting up retirement mountain and then we gotta figure out our way down. how are we going to plan for the next 20 or 30 years of retirement? One of the things you talk about is fees. And I wonder how many people actually understand that just in a 401k, somebody's taking some of your money here. They don't do this for free at Fidelity. Probably very good people, but they don't work for free, do they?
1: They do not work for free. I can I can <laughs> confirm that with 100% certainty. Um, you know, all you got to do is turn the television in on Sundays. Those those commercials are also not free, Randy. Right? When it comes to fees, you know, we call it the fee boulder, right? And it is always the most overlooked boulder, you know, going down because it's so, like, opaque. There's, there's no transparency. People don't know where to look. And we kind of dig in over the years, and it's tough, Randy, because... First of all, it's confusing. First of all, there's two different types of fees when we talk about the fee boulder. The first of which is the advisor fee. Now, most people understand this, right? For most advisors, those financial uphill financial advisors, they charge a percentage. They say, if you give me $100,000, your annual fee is $1,000. Or if you give me $500,000, your annual fee is Mm $5,000. And ironically, it doesn't really have anything to do with how much work they're doing or the value or how much money your grows, except for if your money grows, they charge more. And if your money goes backwards, they get less. Now, when we talk about the next one, which is investment costs, that's the second fee from the fee boulder that no one thinks about. And when you own variable annuities or mutual funds, those things have embedded costs. And those costs do not show up on your statement, believe it or not. Those costs are netted off your returns. So when we're breaking down fees for people, they have no idea. 0% of people know the exact fees they're paying on their mutual funds. You have to have Morningstar software or hours and hours of time on your hands to calculate based on the prospectus what the different percentages are. So these things are very confusing and they're not out in the open they're basically hidden and netted off returns so when people start adding it up the average folks randy pay you know one percent to their advisor you pay another one or two percent to your you know your mutual fund managers Mm -hmm. so you're at two percent so if you're starting the race you're 10 yards behind the starting line right so how do you win here And, and the biggest miss here i think unfortunately and you hate to say this but We're making too much darn money, Randy. And because the market is making everybody so much money, no one seems to care. I am not making this up people literally like, ah, you know, somebody's got to make their money somehow. They're all happy now because they're making so much money. They really don't care what fees are being charged. But if you really start to do the math, we're not talking about tens. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars over retirement.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that if if you think about the biggest check that you write all year long, is it, you know, two, three, four thousand $4,000? Is it $10,000? Is it $15,000? I don't know. What's the biggest check you write all year? Well, if you, at the end of the year, Had to go over to your financial advisor and say, okay, how much do I owe you? And they look at you and say, $25,000. You choke. You choke. Because you, you don't write it all year. You don't see it,
1: do you? You'd never write that check. You'd right. be a one and done. Yep. And, but the way they've got the system built is they bury it in statements or they net it off the gains or they add it to the losses. So there's really no transparency. And to make it worse, obviously, we have games. But let's be honest, financial advisors have a history of being the nicest guys and gals on the planet, right? They're the ultimate schmoozers. You got Gus and Chip and they're golfing and they're calling you on your birthday and taking you to dinners <laughs> and all the things that have nothing really to do with retirement by the way, but I digress. All of those things make it really hard for when you sit down in their office. Hey, uh, Chip, what are you charging me? What what, what what am I paying for these mutual funds? Mm-hmm. Those are really uncomfortable, you know, conversations. And I think Harvard Business School just did a study, you know, talking about the uncomfortableness of of confrontation. We're like, I want to say like. of people do whatever it takes to avoid confrontation. So instead of asking people like, hey, how much am I paying for this? They'd rather just kind of, oh, you know, I'm making some money, no harm, no foul, win-win for everybody. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, that doesn't always work that way. What if the market doesn't make money, Randy? Or what could you do with those extra hundred thousands of dollars? Wouldn't you rather those go to your spouse or your kids or your grandkids versus, you you know, the summer house for your financial advisor?
2: Yeah, the commercial that says, we make money when you make money. Well, they don't say, we make money when you lose money, because that's true. They still make money when the market goes down, and you should know that. And and these are things, as we talk about those boulders, so what do you do? I mean, it, you sit down, and you first you give somebody an analysis of
1: how much they're paying, and then try to figure out how to cut that down? That's exactly right. I mean, let's start off with every one of our roadmap processes start with, here is where you are at. Mm -hmm. And to do that, we break down their advisor fee to the penny and we break down their investments, usually a lot of mutual funds or variable annuities to see how they performed and how much they cost, which is actually a pretty neat tool because you can say, hey, I'm paying the most for this. Is it giving me the higher return? And you can kind of just see how they're correlated. So once we get that in front of them, we say, listen, there's a lot of more cost effective ways to manage your retirement funds. And it makes sense, right? Because people get to the top of retirement mountain where they were taking more risk on. And when there's more risk, it's usually more expensive investment because you got to pay a fancy money manager in Wall Street to, to pick those stocks and bonds. So when you're heading up that mountain, you're paying more for your investments. And when you get to retirement, unfortunately, sometimes those things don't get rebalanced or remanaged. So we sit there and say, listen, there's a lot of way more cost effective ways. If you want to be in the market then let's be in the market cheaper. Let's let's look at ETS. Look, let's look at passive investing where you can ride some indexes. And those things are a fraction of a cost compared to those actively managed, you know, American fund, mutual funds, and things like that. Those things, you know, are the higher dollar investments that people usually try to use when they go up the retirement mountain, mm-hmm. not when they go down. And then you can add some safe stuff, right? You know, annuities and insurance products, those things don't have fees, right? It's kind of like a, you know, a CD. They're actuarially written to already have the cost built into it. So you don't have to worry about an annual fee coming out of your money every time you uh, you get a statement. You just start. They've already figured it into the returns.
2: You use the term transparency, and I think that's one of the things that's so interesting about the financial industry, because like, I got a guy that cuts my lawn, mows my lawn, and that's just one of those things I, I don't like to do. I don't have time. I love coming home from work and seeing my lawn all mowed. That makes me happy. And the guy who does my lawn also trims my bushes. It makes me so happy because I freaking hate him in bushes it's what are the thing I will pay the guy to do that but you know what I know what he does for the thirty dollars a week that he charges me he mows my lawn once a week and he does the bushes I know exactly what he does for what I pay him the financial industry doesn't do that do they?
1: No, it's mind-blowing. By the way, I hate mulch. Let me just throw that there. If there's one thing that I do not want to do, it's mulch. I used to mulch my dad's apartments growing up, the mulch and cut wood. Uh We used to have the mall out, and if you know what a mall is, then you are a a hillbilly, too. (laughs) And we hated cutting. My brother and I, I can tell you a quick story. We had a wood-burning stove growing up, and the worst mornings were the cold mornings where the wood box next to the uh, fire stove was empty. And all of a sudden, my mom would come running in and I remember Kyle and I my brother in our underwear running out to the garage barefoot grabbing wood because Ugh. the box always had to be filled yep so and, and it was really bad when the garage didn't have wood and we had to go to the barn so you had to two-step <laughs> it I mean it was it made for some interesting mornings but I I I, <laughs> I, I, I hear I, I hit a nerve <laughs> <laughs> you hit a nerve <laughs> I I hear what you're saying here about yeah. stuff they just don't know I mean the yep. real irony here of the financial advisors not to keep picking on them but we pick on them every week you are choosing someone to choose investment they're not choosing your investments they're choosing someone else to choose your investments mm-hmm. when they pick a actively managed mutual fund they are not picking your investments they are picking someone else to pick your investments so you are paying twice for it and that's kind of how the industry started Randy back in you know the 80s you know mutual funds weren't a big thing i mean they existed but they didn't they weren't the 5 trillion dollar industry they are today and what they found was with financial advisors, let's hire a bunch of sales folks that know a bunch of people in their local communities. And then let's give them something really easy to sell. Instead of having to pick stocks, which is really confusing and complicated, let's package something that makes it really easy. Well, mutual fund is low risk, mid risk, and high risk. Well, I can sell that. And off they went, right? This was the perfect tool that really just went out of control. And over the last 40 years, it just hasn't stopped.
2: You need to know what you're paying for. You need to, A, know what you're paying, and then you need to know what you're paying for. And then you need to know how can I put more of this money in my pocket? And that's what it is to have that analysis, that fee analysis, and that's part of the roadmap for retirement that we can make available to you here at Golden Reserve. At no charge, by the way, there are four of those big boulders that we focus on as we go down that retirement mountain. They are fees that we just talked about. They are market risk, protecting your money. They are taxes, protecting it against Uncle Sam and protecting it against a nursing home, long-term care. The whole idea is putting more of your hard-earned money that you've saved all these years in your pocket so you can enjoy it in retirement. Let's have that conversation. Here's our website, getyourroadmap.com. You can go there right now, getyourroadmap.com. One of the things I talk about, you know, when we talk about the mountain. You know, climbing that mountain, when I, when I visualize a mountain in my mind, sometimes it's a beautiful, clear day, and I can see the summit of that mountain, and I can see where I'm going. But other times, that mountain is all clouds, and it's all mist, and I don't know what I'm in for. And either you're going up the mountain or down the mountain, Greg, the, the knowns and the unknowns of this journey of getting to and through retirement, there's a lot there, isn't there?
1: There is. I mean, it really comes down to risk mitigation, right? You know, when you buy a house, you're not like, well, there's only a 1% chance it'll burn down, so I'm just going to pass on that insurance. No, like, you have to put things in place regardless of of the percentages. But to your point, I think when people start thinking about the big risks of retirement, Mm -hmm. it starts to get kind of scary, right? Because they don't want to think about things like long-term care and certain things that they don't have any intention or, you know, even desire to ever think about going in a nursing home.
2: So I've got a survey in front of me and it says there's a 75% chance if you're a married couple, there's a 75% chance that one of you will need some kind of long-term care, whether it be in the house or in some kind of a facility. Now, if you looked at me and said, there's a 75% chance that something's going to Happen, I would probably want to know more about it and I would want to prepare for it. And I don't know that people think in those terms 75% that's a pretty good shot.
1: It is. Believe it or not, about a decade ago, I started a law firm that focused on estate planning. And about one year into it, Randy, we changed our firm's entire focus because we realized the biggest risk wasn't going through probate. Or paying some extra estate taxes, it was going in the nursing home. Yep. So we changed the firm to be an elder law care firm because mm-hmm. we realized that the largest risk in retirement was this, and the numbers were the same because we saw the rising cognitive disorders in you know in America, the, the Alzheimer's and the dementias, where people weren't just you know going into a facility for a year; they're going in for ten years, and it was bankrupting their spouse and their family, and they were losing all their life savings. And for us, that was like the light bulb moment. When we started building this firm to say, we have to protect against this. And when we started to do that, Golden Reserve came along, the financial kind of retirement planner group, and they dovetailed with us. And they said, you know what? Financial advisors don't talk about this at all and there's a bunch of things that we could be doing to put people in a much better position so that we're not planning to go into a nursing home we're planning if you go in a nursing mm-hmm. home Randy mm-hmm. and this things
2: and I have personal experience with it this happens little bits at a time I mean with my mom you know she would call me and she would have trouble with the TV she couldn't figure out the remote or she said Randy there's a there's a sound at the stove I, well, what's going on I I, I can't fit in that the fan was on and she couldn't figure it out little Little things like that, and they're little clues that something's starting to happen, and they seem as though they can take care of themselves, but you realize something's happening, and you're going to need some help in the future, and that help, let me tell you, folks, is really expensive.
1: It is, and... You know, what we could tell everyone is it starts off with their care and support. You know, there's financial components, there's there's legal components, but at the end of the day, the first thing we want to do is make sure that our loved ones are safe. Yeah, that, that That's where everything should start, where you're making sure that the decisions we make, even if they are hard, puts our loved ones in a position where they are safe and secure and can age, you know, hopefully happily and safely. And that's where everything needs to start. And then from there, we start worrying about the other stuff. And to your point... Home care, uh, assisted living, assisted living with memory care units, mm. nursing home care. I mean, we're seeing costs go ten, eleven, twelve thousand dollars a month. Randy, I mean, we're talking over a hundred thousand dollars a year for care. When back in the eighties, it was ten thousand dollars a year. Yeah, I mean, it, it is completely blown up, and I think a lot of that has to do with you know not just the cognitive disorders, but we just have a lot more people in that age bracket. These baby boomers are really you know, a huge demographic that our country's never had to support before. And now we're seeing it.
2: And this is one of the big conversations that is a difficult one to have, but an important one to have. If you've gone through it with a parent or a grandparent, you're probably very open to it. If you have never gone through it, you say, well, I'll deal with that if it comes. And that is probably one of the traps that we've all fallen into. You know, Uh, $10,000 a month, folks, $100,000 a year, that can eat up a retirement savings very, very quick.
1: It it can. And, you know, I think the reason people are adverse to having that conversation is the the obvious one is I'm never going in a nursing home. I don't want to talk about it. You know, I'm I'm crossing my arms. No, no, no. Well, if we can kind of break through that first barrier, then the next one is I don't want to buy any more freaking insurance, right? I don't want to buy expensive long-term care insurance. All I hear is how the premiums keep going up and it doesn't pay for anything. And they're partially right. So with our plan, when we talk about the long-term care boulder in our retirement roadmap, you know, we talk about having a long-term care compass that helps point people in the right direction of what they need. And a lot of times that points them to elder law attorneys and elder law legal planning tools, which a lot of people aren't aware of. There's some pretty cool asset protection trust out there that you can put your house, your CDs, your farm, whatever assets you want to protect. And when it goes into that trust, it starts to get protection from long-term care. Now it takes five years to be fully protected, Randy, but the sooner you start, the more gets protected. And that is a really palatable tool for a lot of retirees, you know, that to say, you know what, You mean I don't have to buy insurance? You mean I don't have to go through all this? I have to buy another investment that I don't really want? No. You just have to set up this trust instrument, and then you can start putting things in it at your pace because you don't have to fund the whole thing day one. You can fund it as you age, knowing that everything you move into that trust needs to have that five-year clock ticking.
2: It's one of those things that's up on Retirement Mountain as we look, and it's kind of misty, and it's clouded, and we don't know where we're going, and we don't want to make a misstep on this one. Protecting your money is more than just protecting it against the market. It's more than just protecting it against taxes. It's more than just protecting it against advisor fees. It's also protecting it against a long-term care event. Give us a look on our website, which is getyourroadmap.com. Let's build that roadmap for retirement that includes these four essential parts. Fees, market risk, taxes, long-term care. Let's help you get down retirement mountain that lasts 20 to 30 years of your life. Let's have a plan for all of that. You can find us online once again. Getyourroadmap.com. That's all the time we have for this week. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll have more of these important discussions next week right here with Greg Ayler on Expedition
0: Retirement. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to GetYourRoadmap.com.
3: Investment advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve RIA, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Golden Reserve is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Golden Reserve RIA, LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ayler Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ayler Stallings LLC. Tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve. LLC, NPN Insurance License Number 16554111.